0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts.
1: Did you see what was thrown from the balcony? Was it a can or something? Um, was it? Yeah, I knew something was coming. I wasn't sure what, what was it. Sack of money or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much right in front of Jakob's shoes, actually. Like, landed down there in front of his shoes and bounced off I was, it was a can or probably, yeah, it was a beer, Bob, beer can or something. That's just not cool, you know. Coach, uh, Stevens, Coach
0: Stevens apologized. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I mean, it, it happens. You know, those are fans. You know, you can't control what they're going to do. Just um, thank God that nothing happens to none of us and none of the players. So when he's playing hill and he's aggressive and he's being who we know who DeMar DeRozan is, Man, we're a hell of a team, and not only that, but we have him. We also have La, Lamarcus Aldridge, who is doing a lot more than he did previously when it comes to shooting the three, and knocking down a lot of shots. So we have a lot of great players, and uh, when Demar's when he gets going, you know he kind of gets everyone else going. He's the head of the snake of this team, and you know I'm more than grateful to have him on this team. We're just sticking with it. You know. it sucks when you when you hit adversity adversity, adversity but. Um, adversity also could make you as well you know we've been optimistic and looking at the brighter side to understand that tough times just going to make you tougher in the long run you know we sticking through and playing against two of the best teams in this league showed us that we could compete with anybody
2: Is up, Spurs Nation? de la boca, shut up, because you are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast, brought to you by BuckingSpurs.com and the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. I'm Robert Trejo Jr., your host of ABSP, like the great GOAT Coach Pop would say, We're all about players who are over themselves and are about team success, as are we here at ABSP. So follow in the footsteps that the greatest big three to ever do it have laid down for us, otherwise known as the Spurs way. Be a true team player and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher podcast or wherever you get your podcast jam on. Get me open and nail that game winning jumper by down screening on your phone now. And just like the Spurs with five golden trophies in that trophy case, rate this podcast five golden stars. The beautiful game that we all know and love can only man- manifest itself by collective effort of sharing that rock. So don't be a pod hog and share this podcast episode to the rest of Spurs Nation. You can do that by following us on YouTube for more Spurs content like Drive Through Spurs Takes and Spurs Tacos and more. Of course, you can share and follow on us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, If you want to make the first team all BSP, go ahead and bookmark BuckingSpurs.com on your web browser now where you can show your support and visit our fan shop for Bucking Spurs hoodies, tees, laptop sleeves, iPhone cases, and more. Big win versus Boston big win matter of fact last year around the same time right before New Year's we played Boston and that was a huge turnaround game for us in that season that was Derek White's breakout game that was a game where we had 46 points in a quarter and we kind of started turning it turning it around at that point so it's kind of ironic to see that that might be the same case for us this year a lot of similar circumstances in that way so we came off a big win against Milwaukee we played tough tonight we're going to talk all about the game you know I'm also going to talk about that idiot who threw a beer at our bench that a that got sick him see if Keldon was there Keldon probably would have jumped in the stands and gave him a one-two or something no I'm just playing but um we'll talk about that idiot and we're gonna talk a lot about Spurs basketball all that and more but first shout out to Eric for giving me the new beat package you can find him on Twitter at Eric Gloom G-L-O-M now let's do it
1: Get tougher. Penetrate hard. Good passes. Shoot with confidence. I want some
2: nasty. You know what? Like, what a disgrace. What a disgrace from that one guy who throws a beer and has to ruin everyone's night and has to ruin, you know, everyone's momentum. That I mean at that point in the game, man, there's so much going on that you know it takes An idiot, drunk person to be that arrogant and that foolish and that unappreciative of the circumstance of what you're about to do, you know, throwing a beer can at our bench I know everyone what everyone was thinking as soon as that happened was oh my god please nobody nobody do anything else you know like no no fans get onto the floor no players go up to the stands and and we're not Ron Artest and we're not Steven Jackson and we're not you know those guys we're not we know better than just to go and run you know up into the stands and go start a fight but crap dude that's how that shit gets started that's how that stuff gets started because the, these players yeah, they're playing basketball. They're getting paid millions of dollars, and it's hard to feel sorry for them. You know, it, like, you know, they, they lose a basketball game. Oh, boo-hoo. You know, you're still getting paid millions of dollars. You get to go home, you know, with your bank account fat as, as hell. But when it comes to stuff like this, it's like, hey, man, I do feel bad because it doesn't matter where what your job is or how much you're getting paid to do it. If you feel like you're in danger or you feel like someone's out there trying to get you or someone does some bullshit like that, I mean, it's going to put you on edge. It doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? When you look at the tape, you know that it looks like a beer can because it lands and it kind of explodes a little bit, and then you know beer starts flying everywhere, and then the can starts rolling out into the into the middle of the floor. And this is all during this fiasco of uh, of uh, Kemble Walker getting ejected from the game. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual play that you know, and 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 what the impact was from this from this little you know fiasco that happened when it comes to basketball we're going to talk a little bit about that you know when we get into the third quarter a little bit later on in the pod but you know it takes someone you know someone was just a little bit too drunk a little bit too tipsy a little bit too bold I would think you know and and as the game went on I mean that or as that moment went on and all of a sudden you know we're we're we think we're dealing with this issue of of Kemba Walker being ejected and and we think it's all about basketball. And then this happens and you just see the whole entire Spurs bench turn around. You see the coaching staff turn around. You see the play, the, the fans that are sitting right behind the bench turn around. And I looked back at it a bunch of times to say, okay, can I see who did it, right? Can I see where this thing came from, from the camera view that we got? And when they showed the replay, you can't. Um, it, the, the bottle comes almost straight down. Like if it came from up top, like if someone from, from like two or three, you know, like sections up, just launched a beer can and that thing had some momentum because when you saw that thing hit the ground, that thing exploded. It wasn't like it was just, you know, tossed down there. No, that thing had already some velocity behind it. And uh, gravity was pulling that thing from a high point of a uh, projectile launch, right? So said, so as soon as that thing hits the floor, boom, it explodes. And it, and, it, and it lands, it lands literally like two or three feet in front of Jakob's shoes. And Drew Ebanks is right there next to him too. Um, and those guys just turn around. But, and actually, you know who the first guy to get off the bench was to turn around and was like, what the fuck was, was DeJounte Murray. And you know what? I, I'm not surprised when I go back and look at that footage, and Dejounte's the one that gets up first and looks back, like what the fuck's going on, or who did that. You know, it doesn't surprise me because Dejounte's tough as fuck. Dejounte's the guy that you want going into a fight. You know, like if you were to go up to a, uh, anyone in the, in that locker room and and you're like, hey man, you know, like some shit's gonna go down. Don't ask no questions. I just need you to back me up. You know, the one who's probably gonna be like, all right, let's go. It's, it's, probably, it's probably Dejounte. You know what I mean. Dejounte's ready. Dejounte doesn't take no crap from no one, uh, in real life or on social media. And to that point, so he got up first and he was looking back like, "What the hell's going on?" And man, just just what, what a terrible moment for the NBA. What a terrible moment for Boston fans. And I, I think that for the most part, the Boston fans were, were were pretty were pretty good. You know what I mean? they, they weren't they were getting rowdy. They were getting they were, You can see it. You know, behind them behind the benches and stuff like that those fans boston fans are special man boston fans those y'all y'all know who you who y'all are y'all know how to do things the right way in the wrong way and when it's time to start kind of creeping over to doing things the wrong way getting a little bit ugly as a fan base and stuff like that but all in support of the celtics right so they're 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 veteran you know they're 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 the boston celtics you know the spurs fans have been there too just as long as they have um but i think for the most part the the boston fans were like looking back like who the fuck did that you know what i mean like because i think for the most part they were getting angry they were like who the hell threw that thing you know like where's that coming from i can just i can just picture it you know i can just picture all the guys in the stands and whatever just looking back like saying like hey hey you schmuck who threw the beer you know like hey who's doing get that guy out of here that fucking schmuck making us all look bad in here, you know what I mean, like, we're making us, you know, like, I can tell that shit too, I hope they found the guy, actually, I'm recording this, this segment of the podcast, um, a little bit, I'm gonna go in a little while, and I'm gonna scour Twitter, and see if I can find who it was, or if someone is talking shit, you know, maybe there was a Boston fan there, who who got on Twitter and, and found out who it was anyways. But, you know, that guy, you know they found him. You know they found him. You know that he's going to be suspended from from NBA games indefinitely and, and things like that because that's just something you don't do, especially after the malice in the palace. And, you know, what? like, come on, man. Like, yeah, Kemba, Kemba Walker took a hard screen. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. It didn't seem that hard to me. It seemed more of like a flop job that that didn't get sold to the refs. And he kind of got up and threw a little temper tantrum, and then the, the game fell apart. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But come on, man, we're, we're, we're all fans here. We're all we all go to the game. We all want to have a good time. They tell you in the beginning of the game, you know how to act right and, and make sure that you know you're you're being respectful to to our team and to other teams and to officials and things like that. So you get warned before every game. You know there's an announcement, and um, this guy, whoever decided to throw this beer can, had a little bit too many beers already and was a little bit too bold right but hey man that's Boston tough right those guys those guys they don't don't take no shit so you know it's it's an unfortunate situation and like Lonnie said in the in the beginning of the episode I'm just happy that no one got hurt and that no one got suspended and that no one rushed or whatever and and that it didn't pile on in a sense you know like I feel I feel like things could have went south quick but we know our spurs i mean we're spurs nation we know we know we're not going to do anything we know we're better coach than that we're better people than that i think that's you know when it comes to talking about san antonio spurs players we get players that are good people you know what i mean we're, we're not gonna go out and get players that are at risk of you know being that guy that's gonna go and, and, and go into the stands or talk shit to the stands or whatever, make do something like that. We don't we don't have any of those dudes on our team. You know, we almost had Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris would have been <laughs> but it would have been the exception to that rule in many ways, right? <laughs> in many Spurs way ways, you know. So um at the end of the day, no one got hurt and honestly it drug out this this delay of game a little bit too long and I think that you know it 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 hurt the Celtics even more than Kemba Walker you know exiting the game because it's not like they didn't have anyone else in that game but you know Kemba Walker leaving is huge but they were on a run they were on a tear they had cut it to six seven points at that point and this kind of deflated the team but deflated the stands too you know like like the crowd was kind of not in shock but kind of in disappointment and kind of ashamed of of you know the other fan that's in there it's like their parent they were all like parents and that was that kid who you know accidentally you know brought you know he got caught at school with all these pills and drugs or whatever and they you know now the parents have to deal with that shit you know so it's just it was kind of like that in in the vibe in the arena because that was midway through the third quarter and after that it was pretty much over so that guy's an idiot um I, I got super pissed off in the moment because he, I mean he threw he threw a beer at our guys man I mean like just like I said earlier in a fight man when someone throws a beer at your boys you know it's it's go time it's go time it's ready to step up and it's ready to get rowdy and this thing isn't gonna end well you know it doesn't doesn't matter how it's gonna end, it's not gonna end well and when that happened I just, you know, we're all trying to figure out the Kemba thing, and then this happened, and we're like, "Oh shit, something, something else happened." And then, the the in the, te- the, the the broadcast showed, you know, the replay of of the beer landing and and everyone's expressions, and everyone was worried. And and Coach Stevens did come out, and, and just like it was mentioned in the in the clip earlier on in the episode, Brad Stevens came out and he apologized, you know, to us and to our organization because you know Stevens and Pop coach stevens and coach pop are boys you know those guys learn from each other pop said that he's a real big ad- uh, uh admirer of stevens as a coach and we all know everyone's an admirer of, of coach pop as a coach and, and stevens you know is a hell of a coach he's an x's and o's guy you know just like just like pop is you know so um it was it was unfortunate luckily it didn't end in anything drastic and we can move on from this, and it doesn't seem like it's all over the the news, and, and maybe I'm just not keeping a close eye on it, but, but fuck that guy, right? Spurs Nation? Pinche huerco este loco, este menso allá arriba in the fucking thing, throwing a beer stay away. Okay, so I'm back, and it's about eight hours after I last recorded that first part right now, and I told you I was going to go look into what who that guy was, and, well, I wasn't the only one who had that idea, and then Bleacher Report came out with their with their, uh, their alert on it on my phone. I got it, and I was like, okay, well, now everyone knows if everyone didn't know. I think everyone knew, though. So according to WCV Boston, Um, This fan was arrested, his name was Justin Arnold, he's a 22 year old kid, right, so he he got charged with disturbing a public assembly, okay, but he was released, right, he got released today, but, but, this dude had broke his probation, you know, so he was already on probation, he got on probation in 2018 for assault and battery, right, on a police officer oh snap back in 2018 so this guy is 22 years old and it seems like he's uh he had a couple wild years back in his in his 1920 or something like that when he was like 1920 years old he got he got in trouble with the law so he ended up being stayed he got held They're at the jail because he was on probation. So, what a guy, this guy, Justin Arnold. Okay, this was a statement that the Boston Celtics put out. Quote, Last night, after throwing a can onto the court during a Celtics game, a guest was ejected from TD Garden. The guest was arrested by Boston police and is currently facing criminal charges. This act is a serious violation of our guest code and conduct. As a result, the guest will be banned from all future events at TD Garden for life. Oh, damn. So not just for NBA games and Boston games, but that guy can't go to TD Garden for life. So you can't go to a concert? You can't do anything like that. You know what? Good, fuck this guy. You know, it's just, that's, that's, that's what he deserves. That's what he deserves. That's all I have to say about that.
0: Hi, I'm Brad. This is Rob. And I'm Dustin. Uh,
2: you guys, I messed up. We got. uh, uh.
0: I hate him so much, Robin. Kill yourself already. Jeez. Oh, we can't use this one. Because you dropped the F bomb and you told him to kill himself. Oh, did I say something wrong? Only on Big Heads Media. Yes! Nailed it. God, I hate you guys.
2: All right, so let's talk about this game. All right, this game versus Boston. I think right off the bat, the first thing that needs to be mentioned is that the starters are playing a lot better. They're grooving, they're moving, they're shooting well. LaMarcus and and DeMar DeRozan are shooting more threes. And I don't I don't think just the uptick in threes is the reason why we're playing better. Why that starting unit is playing better. Does it have something to deal with it? Yes, of course. Um, it kind of directly involves the reason why I think we're playing better. And that's just because we're playing faster. And, you know, when you look at LaMarcus Aldridge, yeah, he's shooting more threes. But he's not shooting threes in transition. He's not making the, the game speed up or anything. He's getting his three-point shot. Usually in a half court set, you know what I mean? So it's just instead of him, you know, him shooting the mid-range, he's stepping a little bit further out and shooting um the three-pointer. We're not really asking him to change his game and run more, be more, you know, uh, have more speed behind him or whatever. No, um, Damar DeRozan is shooting a few more things too, but we're just playing a lot faster, we're just picking up the tempo on the offensive end. We're you know, we're uh that is directly. Transferring over to our defense. We're playing defense a lot uh, faster. We are playing more transition defense in a game than we are in a half court defense. And that's really helping us out because in a half court defense, we are having a lot of trouble staying in front of people. And when we get into half court sets, you know, I think our help rotations are getting better, but our one-on-one defense still has a little bit of ways to go where we can defend without fouling for at a high level, right? But we start off this game hot. You know, we we shoot 30 plus threes a game now. I guess that's the thing for the last five games. So this game tonight, we dropped 29 against, or we didn't drop, but we shot 29 threes against the Celtics tonight. So we're right on par with that number there. And that's the number that's, that's I know that, that, the uptick in threes is not just coming from LaMarcus and DeMar. We're all shooting more threes. Trey Lyles is shooting more threes. Derek White is shooting more threes. Lonnie Walker is getting minutes, and we all know he can do it all. He can shoot the three, the mid-range game. He has crazy athleticism when he attacks the rim. He can do it all. So everyone is shooting more, all right? So Trey Lyles is shooting more. Bryn is is kind of still kind of just being Bryn, um, having efficient nights, and then other nights having – nights where you don't even really know he's in there in the game um so I feel like Bryn is is, is putting in the work and it's all a matter of time there's going to be a stretch in this in this in this season where Bryn's just going to be on fire I mean he's still our best one of our best three-point shooters so we we got to swallow that pill and be able to live with that. But we start off hot in this game as well. You know, we start off four for five. It's eight zero at one point, And we're doing a good job on defense, man. We're closing out hard to shooters at the three-point line. Chasing them off the three-point line. And forcing them into tough shots. You know, because like I said earlier, our help defense has been there on these rotations. So we're forcing teams into tough shots now these are tough players so they make tough shots you know but tonight Boston could not hit tough shots at all I mean they really couldn't put the ball in the hole and I think that's that's really why we were able to dominate the way we did it wasn't because of anything we were doing special we were just being a good competitive team the reason why this game separated itself so early and and stayed that way pretty much the whole game was because Boston just couldn't put the ball in the hole let's just be real Uh, and and call it for what it is. Now, we can still say, yeah, we improved, and we did a lot of things the right way tonight, but is that the real reason why we won this game? No, it's because Boston couldn't score, else it would have been a very, very different game down the stretch. Not saying we wouldn't have won. We wouldn't have won, but it definitely would have been a different game. Halfway through the first quarter, about four minutes left to go. White, Derek White, Patty Mills, and Rudy Gay are going to come into the game, and the bench just picks up where the starters left off, man. Derek White scores. Uh, Rudy Gay hits a bucket. Patty Mills, Jakob Poto gets a rebound, puts it back. And then finally towards the end of the end of the quarter, Lonnie Walker comes in for DeMar DeRozan. And then at the very end of the quarter, Jakob comes in for, for LaMarcus. Actually, LaMarcus played a lot in this first quarter. He, he logged in 11 minutes out of the 12. He played a lot tonight. You know, as we continue going on in the second quarter, You know, at this point, the Spurs are up, you know, 34 to 22. when we have a 22-point quarter on the defensive end, we are doing something right. So 34 points, that's not bad. That's not too shabby um, for us this season. Yeah, we want to average. That's where we want to be on average, right? So as we go into the second quarter, we're starting off the quarter with our bench unit. And Lonnie Walker just goes to town. There's something I want to talk about before I start talking about his offense. And that's just that his defense has drastically improved he seems a lot more active uh on off the ball than he than he used to be. He used to be a guy that kind of just stands there and watches the play happen when he's not directly involved in it on the in it on the defensive end and he's just a lot more active now. I feel like he's talking more he's starting to rotate faster and um we're lucky you know when when Lonnie has a good defensive possession and he's able to get that rebound and just go to coast coast to coast and just try to beat everybody down the floor. That's when us, you know, sitting in the stands and watching watching from wherever we're watching our, might be in for a little show because Lonnie can make some highlight reels every night. Highlight reels every night. So Lonnie Walker scores 12 points in the quarter. He only misses one shot. He misses one three. He starts off hitting his first three shots. Boom, boom. The three-pointer gets fouled, His two free throws, and then misses a third one, a uh, three ball before he gets checked out of the game. Um you know but we know this isn't going to last forever and we expected Boston to kind of have a run eventually and come around and start being competitive again and they did you know they did here in the second quarter they started hitting some shots here and there uh, but i think we did a good job in the second quarter not turning the ball over and uh, limiting uh Boston to one shot, you know we we didn't give up many offensive rebounds in this game, and that ultimately led to us being able to keep our lead because that's a quick way to blow a lead if you have it is start giving up offensive rebounds, giving the other team two or three shots and putting the ball in the hole that's that's a quick way to give up a game right there um Dejonte Murray is is kinda hesitant to score. With the first group, and I'm telling you that this is probably for a very, very good reason. I think DeJounte Murray is starting to figure out that he can easily make everybody around him better. And I know he knows this already because he speaks on it all the time, that that's his job. That's always his job. But I think it's now time of the season where he's starting to implement those efforts right and that focus because I think the first maybe 15 or 20 games of the season he uh was getting his legs under him he was just wanting he just wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to get hurt again and you know you know at some point on I know he says that he's not scared he's not afraid because he doesn't play that way and you can tell he's not I mean from the get-go he was just doing things with his body that I was more nervous probably than he was, but you can also tell that fatigue hit him a little bit in the, in the early on in the season. He kind of slowed down a little while, and I think it right now, what the thing is that's really making this starting unit better, besides everything that we spoke on earlier, is that DeJounte is really trying to find ways to make players better, and he is. He's finding Brandon Trey Lyles more often in transition or off rotations, and he's very effective at getting DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge the ball where they want the ball, right? So he's doing a lot of things now to make everyone else better. And when he's scoring 10, 12 points a game, you know, maybe averaging three to five assists, getting maybe six or seven rebounds, I think that might be the recipe to make that unit work, you know, versus him kind of trying to get his own, which he does not do. He's never done but we all want him to shoot more we want him to be more aggressive on the offensive end and i think he's picking his spots you know pretty smart and you know you got to give it to him there because this you got to give it to Derek white and you got to give it to dejounte murray because they're a big part of why um we've been competitive as of late at the end of this quarter you know we're up uh 65 to 47 right so we had a pretty good second quarter as well we scored 33 34 in the first quarter 31 in the second quarter and we held them again to 25 points so a great first half for us a great first half in san antonio okay i mean for san antonio and we're gonna get into this wild third quarter and talk a little bit about what was going on in the game when homeboy kevin arnold or whatever decides to throw either a beer bottle or a ginger ale bottle or whatever they drink over there in Boston at our guys on the Spurs bench. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get right back after the break.
0: Yo, it's Noah Alvarez with the my Mike and I podcast. Have you ever listened to your favorite sports podcast and wish they talked about the hottest movies? You ever wish your favorite conspiracy podcast also featured young up-and-coming artists? Or how about a lifestyle podcast that also has former and current athletes share their success stories? Well, look no further into my Mike and I podcast, where on any given week, I have different guests on my show and we chat about a wide variety of different topics. Need inspiration? We got it. Want to know what growing up in a Latino household is like? We got that too. Want to know how to successfully enjoy an EDM festival? Best believe we got you covered. My goal as a host is to find as many genuinely good people and have them on the show to educate my listeners and challenge the way they think about different topics. My mic and I is available on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and don't forget to check us out on the Big Heads Podcast Network. Happy listening, y'all.
2: Coming into the third quarter with an eighteen point lead, probably the biggest lead coming into a third quarter that we've had all season, I don't think we played this well up to this point. you know we're putting away a very good team at at the moment in Boston a team that really just can't hit shots and we're taking advantage of it so we are doing the right thing you you got to understand that yeah Boston didn't hit shots. But we still have to do our job. You know what I mean? The Spurs still have to play and dominate and take advantage of opportunities and push the ball and shoot with confidence to do all these things to take advantage of it because this is the NBA, right? 20 point leads disappear in a matter of minutes, right? So you have to keep on playing and. Sure enough, Boston comes out in this third quarter and they come out and they start hitting early, actually, right? They start getting a lot of open shots and they start knocking them down. But the thing is, meanwhile, while all this is going on, who is here for San Antonio and continues his and builds on his brilliant first half performance that's demar derozan demar derozan has himself a quarter here in the third quarter going one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen points in the third quarter for demar right but hang on tight because the spurs are still fighting here boston is still giving up you know everything that they can throw at us right now so let's go just let's just fast forward just a little bit two or three minutes into the quarter right we started off with an 18 point lead by eight minutes it was cut down to 14 right boston's just playing with a little bit more pace a little bit more confidence a lot of these guys on the boston team i've never even heard of before start hitting shots out of nowhere you know, and there was a few times where uh, Gordon Hayward, you know, gets a little bit too smart with with us, and he hits us with a couple backdoor actions, right? Actually, twice in this third quarter, early on in the third quarter, and about at about the 7:30 minute mark bryn exits the game because bryn is the one that got backdoored twice so he gave up two backdoors and pop pulled him out so hey that's pop being hard on his guys like hey you're gonna get beat backdoored twice without communicating or fixing the issue we'll give you one but you do it again you have to come sit down you have to come sit next to me we gotta talk about it right so patty mills comes in for bryn forbes a little bit earlier than normal uh than we probably would have liked and pop would have liked right um an 18 point lead really quick disappears and it gets like I said cut down to 14 and then about six minutes left in the corner quarter we are actually down to seven that's because we started turning over the ball Uh, we had four or five turnovers in this quarter alone and we gave them shots to get back in the game and they were taking advantage of it they were creeping their way back into this game and just when they thought that everything was going right all hell breaks loose right on it all goes down on a hard screen good screen by LaMarcus Aldridge and a and an even better flop by Kemba Walker I'm sorry when Kemba Walker took that hit I was like ooh in real time it's like ooh when you go back and look at the replay LaMarcus didn't extend his arm or whatever until until Kemba was on the floor you know what I mean so I think Kemba Walker was just mad that he didn't get the call to be honest you know because he goes up to the ref you know right after the play ends because actually you know he gets hit by this hard screen Derek White gets fouled they call a foul on uh Theus, you know for reaching in on Derek White let alone you know and then at the same time you know Kemba Walker's faking a, a concussion right now it goes up to the Official gets in his face starts, you know, he has some choice words for him. So he gets hit with a T Okay, but then he stays where he's at doesn't really approach the ref but kind of just kind of like stiffens up like flexes up a little bit and says one more thing to that ref And that ref was like, uh, no, sir. So he teed him up again and he was out of the game, right? Six minutes to go or three or four, you know, four or five minutes to go in the third quarter. They had just come back, cut an 18 point lead down to seven or six. And it was just, oh my God, dude, this is the worst thing that could happen to Boston. Uh, So you thought, so you thought, so the coach got hit up with the tech too. Meanwhile, (laughs) So right after the the tech, right after Kemba Walker gets hit with a technical foul. This is where a fan, Mr. Kevin Arnold, decides to throw his drink at our Spurs bench. I've talked already about how I feel about all that, so I'm going to keep going, right? But the thing I want to talk about is that this technical foul issue and then the fan throwing um, the beer or whatever onto the floor really stunted, um, this momentum that Boston had built over the past like six or seven minutes or so, cause everything was going their way. But this kind of stretched out, you know, for about 10 minutes or so while they, while they were dealing with all this. So everything that transpired led to four free throws for San Antonio, um, and, quickly the lead was cut down to 7 or 6 you know against Boston it quickly went right back up to 10 points and we end this quarter 9983 we actually lose this quarter 32 to 36 right so that's 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 not really where we want to be we scored we scored where we want to be but you know we went from holding them to 20 some points a quarter to now 36 they were they were close to a 40 piece uh we we got to be a little bit better than that. But Demar DeRozan had a great quarter. Patty Mills hit a couple big shots in this quarter. Derek White hit some clutch free throws. Um, and Bryn Forbes uh, uh, actually stepped up too in this one. He had five points in the quarter. In the quarter, but Lonnie really didn't get much tick in this third quarter because Demar went off. And Demar really didn't get subbed out until about like a minute left to go in this in this third quarter. So here we go, moving on to the fourth. We kept them at bay in the fourth and we did that with the weapon of Lonnie Walker right Lonnie Walker had himself a second quarter and he had himself a fourth quarter Lonnie has two four six eight nine ten eleven points in the fourth quarter he just dominated Uh, DeMar DeRozan kept doing what he was doing. He had five more in the quarter and just had himself a great night, man. Poor Rudy though. Poor Rudy, man. Rudy was a turnover machine tonight. Uh, Lonnie put the exclamation point on this game. You know, Boston cleared their bench with about five minutes to go. And the Spurs kind of left our guys in there for a few minutes and then subbed in Drew e. Banks, Marco Bellinelli and Damari Carroll with about two minutes left. So they got to get a little bit of tick and that was good. But we ended up, you know, with the final of 129 to 114. Right. Um, at the end of the day, this is what it all chalks up to. You know, we played better. We did not turn over the ball that much. You know what I mean? We just got good shots. We pushed the ball on offense. LaMarcus Aldridge played 31 minutes right he played a lot tonight you know he had somewhat of an off game you would say if you're just looking at the stat sheet and saw that he only had he played 31 minutes and only scored 13 points on 5 11 for from the field and one for five from the three-point line where he had been shooting so well from the from the three-point line before you know this is his first off game probably since he started shooting threes, right? So he also had six rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. And when you look back at the tape, you can see how effective he was in this game. He really did impact the game. He made everyone else better. The shots that he did hit were huge. And so LaMarcus played huge for us tonight. DeMar DeRozan. Logged in 34 minutes with a team-high 34 minutes, team-high 30 points. You know, he was 10 for 17 from the field. Uh, He only shot one three, didn't knock it down. Um, uh, Six rebounds, four assists, one steal. He did have four turnovers, but you can live with that because he gave you a hell of a night. Third leading scorer. Lonnie Walker baby. Lonnie Walker had nineteen points in nineteen minutes, right? Seven for eleven from the field. He was getting to the rim. He hit like two or three mid range jumpers in a in a row. and then by the end of the game, he's just stroking three pointers on you, man. This guy's sick. He was two for five from the three point line. three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one turnover. Derek White and Bryn Forbes chipped in with fifteen apiece, both playing great. DeJounte Murray, 10 points. Jakob uh, Pertl with a game-high eight rebounds. Um, The team shot 29 threes, like we mentioned er earlier. The big uh, stat for me tonight was we had 28 assists to our 14 turnovers, right? That's a good ratio. It's double, right? We had double the assists, and we had turnovers tonight, and that always spells... um, for success that's always going to give you success so thank you guys for tuning in that's it for a bucking spurs podcast we got a tough schedule in front of us for this month so spurs nation hang in there make sure to like subscribe and comment and share this episode down below um we're doing all right we're turning a corner here spurs fans you just gotta stick with it keep getting better keep grinding it out keep grinding it out all right good things all good things you can go to buckingspurs.com to find all of our content and more. We'll catch you on the next episode.